Dateline, London, November 2021. My name is Raymond Coke. I was born in Jamaica, St. Elizabeth, Woodland District. That was the voice of Raymond Ezekiel Coke, a rather interesting man who just happens to be my father. Because we used to, my father used to send me to buy the newspaper to see what in it every Sunday. And they used to beg it and say, people must come, work is here, money is here where you can get, and everything, all the facility was here. Welcome to the three-part series, From My Yard to Your Yard, where my father recounts his journey from rural Jamaica to London in the swinging 60s and on to the 21st century. No, I didn't keen. I didn't keen to come to England because I didn't want to travel, probably the flight or so. And my mother, and well, so she talked to me and because me, me and my mother was close and she said, we'll not help him very much, we'll not help him, so. It's a potted history of the black experience in the UK from the band of pioneers who 75 years on are now referred to as the Windrush generation. Well, I was looking for a lot of things. I was looking for my brother have a uh, paradise where I'm living, where, you know, we could sit around table and have dinner, but it wasn't like that. It wasn't on paradise. Right, so... It's raw, unfiltered and authentic, but also delivered from my yard to your yard with peace, love and blessings. We come here, we black people came here and we build this country. I can vote for we and the Irish. Please subscribe to catch every episode and share with your brethren and sistren. You now have come to that crossroads in your life. You've been working for how long now? And you've been literally working since a child. You've worked your way up. You've got yourself a nice, comfortable situation. You've used some networking connections and family connections, even though the, that family um, uh, um, didn't really acknowledge you. But this man obviously could see something good yes, in you. Yes. So now the opportunity presents itself to come to England. Yes. And you're not really that keen. No, I didn't keen. I didn't keen to come to England because I didn't want to travel, probably the flight or so. And my mother, and well, so she talked to me and because me, me and my mother was close and... She said, will not helping very much, will not helping, so... So Will was, is my Uncle Will, which yeah. is your older brother. Yeah, and he wasn't helping that much. I sent him a letter like how he was supposed to help us. So Molly said, I go to England and then I bought the, bar, bought the plane, B-O-A-C. <laughs> how did you get the money? Oh... I send and borrow some of the money from my brother in England. Right. I so, borrow some of the money from him in England. So where was he working at that time? He was yeah. working at the gas board, yes, him, Dagenham. Dagenham gas work, he was working, yes. Right. So obviously he'd got himself into quite a decent enough job, yeah. really, yeah. for a, a working class job. He's always working, you know, at the that gas board. good money. Yeah. 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 So obviously he was in a position, and obviously because your mother... And my grandmother had effectively said to him, you need to send for, for Raymond. Yeah, yeah. But he, he didn't really agree. So when I land in London, I thought the next day I could get work. You've made up your mind to go and leave Jamaica. Yeah. And you've taken the flight. And you've arrived. You've touched down now in yeah. India. What's your first thought? What are you thinking? Well, 
I don't, more or less. And, and when did you arrive? That's the question. Was it in the summer, in the winter? No, in the winter. Oh my I God. landed here at him. Um, I came September. I came September. And when I came September, when they come and pick me up at the airport, I was looking. So what were you expecting? What was it? Well, I was looking for a lot of things. I was looking for my brother have a uh, paradise where I'm living, where, you know, we could sit around table and have dinner, but it wasn't like that. It was no paradise. Right. So you, you, it's not what you expect. So yes, you're, you're, it, was, you're, it wasn't what I'm looking for. Right. So yeah. you, you, so you've, you've landed and you are, you've been picked up by, um, Uncle Will, your brother. Yeah. So now you're in the car and you're traveling yeah. to where you're going to be yes. staying. What are you thinking? Well, I was thinking, I see. When I look out the window, I said, smoke was up in the air, every house I passed, smoke was... So I said to my brother, I said, by tomorrow I can get a job. So what, why did you think that? Because I thought it was factory. <laughs> I thought everything was factory and it was coming out of the house. Not realizing that there were chimneys. Yeah, there was chimney. And I, he said, no, there's smoke, they're burning coal in the house. He said, in the house? He said, yes, they're burning coal in the house, so keep them warm. So when I came to his place... And thought I was looking for big dinner table because my mother was poor, but we have dinner table. We have veranda, and it was nothing like that. I get the food in my hand and in a plate in my hand, you, yeah. you know. And then I say, oh, God. And then when I look, he did live with, a, with his girlfriend, and the cat was there. The grocery, was, was, the grocery shelf was there. Everything was in the one room. Which is what you weren't used to. That's what I didn't used to because we was free. Remember a friend of mine, I used to have a friend. Her mother was so upset, was, was so upset that she'd come from Jamaica and she had to sleep on two chairs put together because they didn't have a bed for her. Yes. And she was saying that she found it so distressing that she left her bed in Jamaica to yes. come and sleep on two yes. chairs. I remember hearing a story about how, I think it was you or Uncle Vin, and Uncle Vin is a family friend who's since passed away, but absolutely amazing man. Uncle Vin tells a story, and I don't know if it was you that told the story, which, which one of you, about people living in a house. One person worked the night shift, one person worked the day shift, and one person was sleeping in the bed when one person went out and then another Word. person went in. Yes, yes. It happened, but that, that didn't so happen to me. But when, my, when I finished the food... Every room rent out where my brother was. And where was this? Douglas Way. Douglas Way. That yes. was, that's in Deptford, isn't Deckford, it? Yes. Right. Deckford, yes. And Deptford is different now from what it was yes. back in. Oh, yes, yes. And then I say, because I don't see no room in there. They don't have cupboard. They don't have nothing. Everything just in the one room. I say, oh, my God. So when I finish it, I say, we're going to sleep. They say, you're going to go with him, a guy named Parnell. Parnell, and we know him from Jamaica, and then he knew him from Jamaica. And then when I go, I got to sleep on the same bed with one little perfume heater in the middle. Yeah. You know? So what was it like trying to get somewhere to live if you didn't have the connections of your brother or anybody else? What was it like for people to try oh, to... No, you couldn't get nowhere. Why people don't want to rent you anywhere. The racist was here. And if 
before my time and the people that come up in the 40s and the 50s, the, the white people them have they see them knock the door, they also you save up wee wee to train them, to train the black people them. Because they wanted to rent a property. Yes. Yes, they don't want them to they want to come in because when we came to this country they say no black, no Irish, no dog. So that's why they come to us. You're now trying to get somewhere to live, or if you if you want to get somewhere to live, that's your problem. Yes. You're living in quite poor conditions yes. compared to where yes. you where yes. you were. Yes. So even in Jamaica that you weren't you were working class and some people might have considered it poor. But the fact is you had your freedom. Yes, you have freedom. Yes. Whereas in, in, here in England, you're, you're boxed into you're literally boxing. one room. And it's only, when, it's only when you could get freely a room to rent is when black people start to buy house who can afford it. And there was racist with that. They don't want to give you the mortgage. They didn't want to give black people the mortgage. Although they have probably a good job and a work. But take time and they take time and take things start and they fight their way through and they could rent, they could buy a house and then that's how black people start to rent one room and everybody start and you save up and then you tell you can get one for yourself. Black people who were able to get mortgages and who were able to get property, they would lease out or or rent out those properties to other black people yes right how did uncle will then obviously he's got this job at the gas board at the time that job is obviously paying you know reasonable money he's getting good money for a, a black man at that time yeah. so how did he end up buying the property which was at upper broccoli road well when i came here then i married and i you married my mother <laughs> yeah, I married him, this lady, lovely young lady. And then I have my first child, that was Clayton. And my second child was Paul. My third child was Jacqueline. So to get a place now or to get somewhere, we're ready to buy this, to buy this house. Just because he's here and his wife, they wouldn't give him the mortgage. If you have children, you have a chance. But they wouldn't give him the mortgage. Although probably could afford it. Oh, okay. But they wouldn't give him the, 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 the you know, some racists are say, probably say they're going to be better off or so. So anyway, that's how I came in. I got to, like, come partner with Will. To buy, I didn't put no money down or nothing. But as so long as I put my name, say I have the three children, it's me and him and his wife, and we have three children and so. Then, because the council don't want to give you a flat, you see. And why does the council not want to give you a flat? Because you have, um, you have children, and then we'll have to, then uh, you, you won't pay a lot those days for it. So they don't want to give you. So then, prefer you have your own home. So when my brother, so we put together, we, we come together now. He did have the money. We come together and I put my name in it and say I have three children. So they, we, get, she, we get the mortgage. We went to the lawyer. We do everything together. And um, the lawyer was asking, we're about exchange money. And we said, no, that's okay. We live good. So we're okay. And so we, we get the property. And while we get the property, we was... There and me and my three children and my wife, 
I, we was, I was paying will rent. Paying will rent upstairs. Then I have two rooms upstairs. And while I was paying rent him, then I said, you know, I got to get a place for me and my children then because I think a Paul or Jackie used to make the nice downstairs. <laughs> so Paul, Paul and Jackie, for the record, are my younger siblings. Yeah. And um, then um, I got to say, I got to get a place. Right. So at that point, you realize that you need a place. Yes. But how could you get money? Because the problem is, is that you can barely get a property. You can get work just about. But the difficulty that for you is, and I'll have to come back to you when it comes to we're talking about work. But the difficulty is, is that you are not being able to go to a bank in order to get money. What was your system of saving? You could get the... I have a lot of saving. A lot of people use what they call the partner system. Yeah, yes. You draw a partner. Right. Yes, so, we always draw a partner. Yeah, so... Yes. It, but people don't understand that concept yeah. or they don't know about it. People don't, People are starting to do it again now. Yes. But how did it work then? You're telling an English person that never heard of partner, doesn't understand how it works. How would you explain it to them how it works? Well, the partner work every week... If it's twenty pound a hand, every week you throw. And if it's twenty or ten people in the mount up to probably three hundred pounds, four hundred pounds, you can even go up to five hundred pounds. Right. If, if you throw in thirty pounds a week or so, you can even mount up to five five hundred pounds a draw. A hand was each person's contribution. Yes. So you could do more than you could pretend to be more than one person. Yes, you and- can put you can put two. Right. You can put two in it. Basically, each yeah. person is drawing a hand, but a person can have more than one hand. Yes. Up right. to three hands, you can uh, put so, in if you want. So they can... Yes. Right. So if the draw is 500, yeah. says 400, and you put three hands. So every draw you draw, you draw 400 one time when you want it. Next time when you want it, you draw four. And then that's 1,200 pounds. Yeah. And so you're, you're saving this. Yes. But basically it allows you to save. In all of this, somebody's the banker. Yes. So the banker is the person yeah. with responsibility. He used to be Will. <laughs> so before the, him. Before him yeah, anyway. Exactly. So for the benefit yeah. of, the, yeah. uh, of the recording, my uncle used to be the banker. Yes. A person who was considered yeah. trustworthy, a pillar of the community, would be considered and to be the banker. And every you have to give him something. <laughs> and it was customary, yes, as my custom. father alludes to, it was customary at that time to give the banker... Yeah. A tip. a tip, yes. Yeah, a tip, yeah. a tip, a tip. Mm-hmm. So effectively, people found this as a way of saving because it made them committed. Yes. Because once you yes. started, yes. you had to keep you hiding. You had to keep on. Yeah. There's a boy named Philip Yusso Chuan, and him, him gamble off him money, and when him gamble off him money, him not Chuan, so you have to take him out. <laughs> <laughs> then the council used to give Margaret as well. Okay. Yeah. So what's happened, I went to, I, I see the house, what I want. And I was working at this place for seven years. And this timekeeper was Ted. His name Ted Tom. So what type of work are you doing here now? So you've, you've come to England. So what type of work are you doing? The first when I start, I start to be a laborer. I start to be a laborer with mixed concrete and things like that. Then afterward, I start to be a bricklay, bricklaying laborer. And I watch them, how they do the work and how things go. 
Then afterward, I take up the bricklaying myself. But what happened with the Yes, then I take up the bricklaying. Then you start to, you know, get extra money. But before I do that, I was on the laboring first. And then my timekeeper was Ted, and he paid the money and do everything. But I was a good worker, and I worked there for seven years. And I went into Ted, and I said, Ted, I would love you to make me up. Those times I wasn't being a Christian. <laughs> I said, Ted, I'm asking you to make me a three-pay packet. Right, and the three-pay packets were what for? Because the council want, they don't want to know, say you're just working 60, 60, 60 pound, and 60 pound, and 60 pound. They want to know that you've got extra income. Yes, they want to know. They want to know that you do overtime as well. Right. And... Or your wages was sixty pounds, say sixty pounds this this week. Next week your wages was seventy pounds. Because you do it and I saw you cut those zigzag him up and make it. I said, Mr. Cook, but as I said, Ted, make I tell you something. I have three children and I don't have a place for myself. And I need you to do that for me that I can get the mortgage. And then Ted give me the three pay packet. Right, so, so now I, you've got free pay packets yeah. indicating that you're earning something yeah, yeah. which you're not quite close to yes. earning. So how does that cause a problem? Or I how might it cause a problem? I send them to the council, the three pay packets, say, they zigzag. Mm. So I send them to the council and apply for the mortgage. And when they, they check it out and it take about two or three months. Then they send back to me and say to me, Mr. Cook will grant you the mortgage. I said, thank you, Jesus. But I'm not working the money what I'm saying I'm working. Exactly. So you've got a problem there. Tell me I have a problem. Did a lot of people find themselves in this position? Because yes, and, and probably worse. Yeah. Yes. I went back to the, not the timekeeper this time, the manager, where we where, where manage the job. He's the manager. He's the overseer. If anything go wrong, he's in trouble. Okay. So I went to him and I said, um, I forgot his name, but I said, Sir, I'm asking you, because when you work at the job, you're supposed to get give two months notice or a month notice. Okay. Yes, when you leave. So I'm saying, I got a house and I need a rise. He said, Mr. Cook, you know, I can't give you a rise. I know you're a hard worker, but I can't give you a rise because it's a union job. And if they the other one them see your pay packet, then they're going to, you know, strike and so. So I said, okay, then. If I go out and get a next job, can you send me the P60 and the rest of money for me? And I don't have to come back and I just start the other job. He said, okay, Mr. Cook, okay. Here is my personal number. If you get a job, you go out and you get a job or pay more, you take it and you phone me. You just phone me and I will send all the detail. And I, it's like, say, the next week I go out the Monday and I get a job, phone him the Tuesday. And he did that for me. He was because, a man of his word. Yes, because, you know, I worked with them for seven years and no complaint, no fighting, nothing. So, so my reputation was good. How easy was it to find jobs then? 
Very hard. Very hard. Very hard. But when you work on the building, you can find job more easier because there's a lot of construction was going on. So you could, I always jump from one, so long as the money don't go, I jump from one to the other. But they always give them value for their money. Yeah. So you now, you've got a house, you've got your three children, Clayton, Paul, and Jacqueline, you've got your wife, Merlin. Now, owning a house was incredibly important to you because you wanted a house. Yeah. And at the end of the day, so you achieved that. So by the time, you're still sending money back to Jamaica. Yeah. Every day I come in, I ask my wife, say, is there any letter? And she said, no. Margaret's letter may I wait for. Mm. And she said, no, no letter. And one Friday I come in, she said, see one letter for you, yeah. But <laughs> now you tell Liangret, tells me, no, you're going to pay for it. No, you're going to pay Margaret. <laughs> so effectively, my mother was concerned yes. that now that you'd convinced these people yes. that you were earning a certain amount of it. money, that, and, that you could do it. And I lift my hand and I said, I said, God will provide. God will provide. And I went out just as the man said, we get that job and I get a job. And my God, God did provide. I was getting this job and money was coming in like a rainfall. I was making money where, where I never see before upon the building. Yes. And could pay me mortgage and have money and sending money home for my my brother, my sister, my my mother-in-law, then my brother-in-law, everybody, everybody. So, things are starting to go upwards for you. Did you think about going back to Jamaica? Initially, remember, you only wanted to be here for five but years. Yes, yes, we did, because my wife wanted to go back to Jamaica as well. What made you not decide to go back to Jamaica? Then? No, no, I didn't want to go back as well. Mm. We want to go back, but we want to have something. I tell her, I say, we can't go back unless we have something there. You can't just go back or rent house or anything if you're coming from England. You've got your house. You've got your children. Money's coming in. And you're living quite a good life because when people talk about you and they talk about the family and we talk about our family, they talk about the house parties. Yeah. Yes. And the house parties that people consider now legendary. Yes. Yes. I used to be the head <laughs> one for the house party. I used to be every month. Every month we lick a party. <laughs> Every month we try to live it up because, you know, we have some rough life and now we're having a little good life, so you live it up. So every month, when, when I was the oftenest one who kept the party, we might have it now and again, and who again? Vin, Vin we have, but they have it now and again, but early, almost Just every me. month. Yeah. Yes, I used to. I want to have a party, and we have a party, and we call it Buckley Party. But we find the food, the curry goat, the everything what was there, party and yeah. everything, we find it. And they just have to bring a buckle. Yeah. yeah. But was that having parties and house parties? Because when West Indian people came to this country, that was one thing that... British people or white indigenous people couldn't really get their head around. No. They couldn't understand that. No. At all. They 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 liked the idea of the music. They yes. liked the idea of the good time. Yeah. But the fact is they didn't really see, unless they were able to get invited. That's right. They they didn't seem to understand. They don't it. understand what was happening. I I want to go back because that's where we're talking about the 70s now. Um uh, when we're talking about this because you're in the 70s now. In the 60s. 62 I came up here 62. So you I'm talking about 63, 64, 65, 65. Where could you where could you go? Cuz was it true that certain pubs wouldn't serve you? Yes. Then? Yes, we have certain pubs wouldn't serve you. 
you have certain club that didn't want you, that I want you to come in. There's a lot of, lot of places you couldn't go. Is that what encouraged people to have house yes, parties? Yes, it's what encouraged black people to have a house party. And, you know, you have Saturday night, you walk in there and you would hear party, a lick, there party, lick in there, and you know, says a black people host your passing party, a lick. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the white people them didn't like it so much because of music, but we always try to turn on the music after certain hours. Mm. That's you don't disturb them because if not, they will call police and you. There was always that lingering threat that we haven't discussed it yet of violence and violence from white people who were, were basically racist. Yes, we so, have the, the Teddy Boys, them who was racist, and they used to go around with bicycle chain and try to beat up black people. Just because they were black? Because they was black. And, they know, and if they see you with a white woman, they want to kill you. You must talk to a white woman. But a um, few years on, gone, and then Notting Hill and Brixton used to connect together. So if Wardia Brixton, Notting Hill coming down. And if if Wardia Notting Hill, Brixton gone up. Those are two places used to stick together and fight together. But one day, Teddy Boy was coming to mash up Brixton, to beat up black man and mash up Brixton. And then there's a Chinese man was selling machete that's cutlass. When the police them hear what was going on, and they go to the Chinese man and they say, God, don't sell no more machete. The Chinese man say, machete, all machete gone. Black man buy them out and sit on the step to kill them. And when black man, when Teddy boy ride up 100 of them here, ride up a brick stand, some of them bike must have still down there now. <laughs> <laughs> Every one of them, they run, left their bike, they run, black man, have them packed, sit on outside and eat. I eat and they wait for them. And they have to run, left their bike and run, left everything. And from that day, never happened. Yeah. Then the, the, the National Front did start afterward. Yeah, so this was carrying on into the 70s. Yes, now, in the 70s. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm obviously, what am I now? I'm 10, 11, 12. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to start, I don't know, you should remember when they come out. Of course, Lushan. should like when they came to Lucian. Yeah, like National Lushan. Front and they yeah. have to run. Yeah, that well, was, well. I think they, I think they, of all the places that they chose, Lucian was the wrong place wrong to Wrong place they Because come. I remember when people yes. were, yeah. They and were, from that day. Yeah. From that day, they kind of, they calmed down and you know, hear nothing. But black man did have to stand up on their feet. Oh. You spoke a lot about being a labourer and about the work that you did and you the work that you picked up and obviously you got very good at it insofar as I remember during our childhood you would buy properties and they were as far as I was concerned I would never have gone anywhere near them but you managed to turn those properties into something when I have my children there and I say I want something in Jamaica because my wife says she would like to go back home and what I do I used to buy the house I buy the house in a bad condition, rough condition, but I used to have my friend, pretty boy, Vin, to help me work that's, on it. That's Mr. Vincent Sue. Yes, Mr. Sue. And I bought them, I would fix them up sometimes, not even heat any of them. But my lawyer, Mr. Morris, he always be a number one lawyer for me, probably die now, I don't know. But he was a good white man. If any white man was good, it was him. Because he would allow me to go and work for the place before even sign the contract. But he always said to me, Mr. Cook, 
If you fall down, why you hear me? No, no, not about it. <laughs> and I will put in the heat and everything, and I buy one. And when I see profit, I sell it, buy another one. See profit, sell it, buy another one. Moving, moving, keep moving. But that's, that was my, my life and my lines, you know, to see the Coke family come out the best.